this is Valerie ILO, and you're listening to Idea Diary. Thanks for coming back to my office and hanging out. Alright, so I did write an article to go with today's show. However, I didn't finish illustrating it and still trying to work out the kinks of how I'm going to organize my time to make sure I can record the podcast and edit it, write an article and illustrate it, and jam that all into a three-hour, five-hour window of time, which sounds like a huge amount of time. But I think the more I do it and I can knock it out every day, the shorter time it's going to eventually take me. Because right now I'm having... I'm having a little bit of that fear of, is this stupid? Is my grammar correct? And I'm like over worrying about it because I'm not really used to writing publicly where the whole world world can read it. So that makes you feel like very stressed out about all your grammar and if every sentence actually makes sense. And yeah, so it's a lot of pressure. Anyways, I'm Still working out the kinks of that. I'm still 100% into the idea of recording a show, editing, adding, writing an article, and adding an illustration to my daily plate. Even though it sounds insane, I, I just have a lot of confidence. Potentially, it's not as insane as one might think because I thought doing a daily podcast was insane and it's actually completely 100% doable, I think, for anybody. Now, depending on how fancy you want to get with the podcast is a different story, but just basic, come to a microphone, hit record, let the magic happen, I think is totally doable for anyone to fit into their day that has a business and needs to communicate with the world. Especially now with social media kind of going to turn into something completely different than what we've known before. And I'm talking about social media, that's Facebook, Instagram, the, I guess, traditional social media that has been what we've known for the past 15 years. But I really, I feel like things are going to change fast starting in January. So I give it one month to one year of people actually using Facebook and Instagram in the original way it was intended. And the shift is going to start to happen. I think TikTok is going to last and be popular for probably a year. And then we'll see what's happening. I think TikTok is doing something that is changing the landscape in some way. Gary Vee was talking about it. TikTok is kind of like the new... American Bandstand, when American Bandstand, when they started putting music on television, that kind of changed the game a little bit of how people bought records. When MTV came on the scene, that kind of changed the game in a a way of how people bought records. Now, TikTok has that similar effect that's happening where it's changing the game. It's making number one hits from songs that were written decades ago to songs that are written an hour ago. We'll see what's happening. The short form, average person creating something really funny or really entertaining or really whatever it is that people watch TikToks for. The average person doing a 15 second video to a minute. There's something powerful in that idea. And I think that something's 
going to blossom from that. But at the same time, the long form content is also really great. And people are loving one hour, two hour, three hour long podcast. People are loving one hour, two hour, three hour live streams on Twitch. You know, there's something that people want in long forms and people are are also loving the 15 second form. So something's brewing. We're just all in limbo right now. It's just the most crazy thing that's happening right now. It's really interesting. It's really, it's really probably unbelievable that we're witnessing so much. You know, I was thinking about the generational gaps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. You know, the 16 year old of today is not, is going to have a totally different experience than the 16 year old three years from now. Things are changing that fast. And I think the one thing that we're really learning in 2020 is that you might have to be able to pivot an entire company within six months time because you don't know how the rug is going to be pulled out from under you. Things that have been successful for a hundred years are failing because, because of the apocalypse that is 2020. And it's really just showing that every single company probably needs two or three backup plans in the can ready to move on at any moment because, you know, if you have a movie theater, you're not a movie theater anymore, even though you might have been a movie theater for decades. And that's not to say that you can't be a movie theater again once movies come back. But in the meantime, when things have changed so drastically, so fast, if you've got a budget and you've got an idea team, you've got to like move on something new. You've got to just come to the reality that, all right, we are not a movie theater anymore, or we're not a bowling alley anymore. What are we now? What can we do? How can we shift? What can we, what's valuable that people need right now that we can do and get started today? Because we've got a team of really smart employees that can make something happen and they can make it happen fast. And you already have all the skills and all the knowledge to make whatever was successful before successful again, if it comes back. But we've got to move, we've got to change, we've got to do it fast. With people leaving these big social media platforms and kind of running to these little micro group, small networks of social media platforms, how exactly you're going to find and meet new customers that are into exactly what you're doing. You know, I think direct marketing is going to be the number one thing that's going to be important in the next decade. And how to meet your customers, I think it's going to be, you either have to have your own show, which is what I'm doing. I'm trying to build something where I can meet like-minded people and have a conversation and whatever it means. Who have your own show, I'm learning about it. I'm hoping it's an extra revenue stream. But even if it's, even if it never makes money and all it is, is a little bit of time put forth into it, I think that's worth it if potentially you're creating a brand and you're creating something where people can find you and discover you and decide if they like you and decide if you bring them joy and value to their life. But the other thing is you can pay ads on the people that are creating these shows that are connecting and communicating with 
their own audiences, be it micro influencers or or shows that have big, huge audiences. I think both are going to be super valuable. And it's just about how do you create something valuable and cool for someone to find on the internet? And then once they find that cool thing that you've created, how do you get them in your direct customer marketing loop in a way that's not annoying? You can't, I think texting and email is going to be something that's going to be useful. I think privacy is going to be some a huge thing that's important. And using email and text is going to way to keep, keep in contact, possibly having a main hub of some kind where people, when they're wondering what you're doing, they can come check you out at your main hub. So I don't know if that's going to be a website or, or what exactly, but stuff I'm thinking about at the moment. But I think the next decade is going to be a huge focus on privacy because people are getting canceled just because they like or follow the wrong person on Twitter or Instagram, which kind of feels insane because just because you want to know what someone else is talking about or saying or how they're doing things doesn't mean you condone everything that they say and do, but whatever, it's the reality. So people are going to start hiding their followers or who they're following. And if that's not going to be an option, they're not going to be on platforms, publicly have everything they've said or publicly show who they follow on the platform for everyone to see. People are going to want to have private chats, private ways to follow stuff and to consume stuff. And, you know, it's just, I think it's just how it's, how it's going to go. So I think people will use the texting thing, but it's going to get really annoying if every single brand and person you follow starts sending you text messages. I get the Gary V text. It's a little bit just like in general motivation. So it's not necessarily that I want Gary V texting me all the time telling me to, to have a nice day. But really, I'm just kind of, I'm watching to see how he uses texting to connect with his customers because I think I think he has a good handle on what's cool to do and what's kind of not and what's shady. But he also doesn't have any fear to try something that maybe everyone thinks is shady, but they're going to love it two months from now. So he's just a really good person to watch to see how he navigates the direct texting thing. And And the email mailing list, I've never been into it except for very select few companies that I think that email marketing does completely make sense. But I think the amount of people that use email marketing, maybe 90% of those people, it's totally pointless. They get in completely ignored. But I did recently come to the light and, and understand that just having your email marketing blast be ignored is actually the thing that you want. You want to just kind of be in the back of someone's mind where they they might not even be reading that email, but just by the action of deleting that email and not unsubscribing, they're keeping you in the back of their head and they're keeping you on their mind and hopefully they know what you do. So then when that day comes when they do want $300 vegan boots, they're going to see your email one day and say, all right, I'm going to go to that company. I'm going to buy that those fancy boots that I've been thinking about for five years and 
the only reason why I'm even, this company is even in my mind is because I signed up to their ma mailing list five years ago and I never deleted it. All right. And I never unsubscribed. So now I do see the value in email mailing list for a lot of companies. If you can do something that's not annoying and people keep you just to delete you. You know, I just, things are moving fast and we are in total limbo and I find it very exciting. We're going to see how this all unfolds, but kind of getting a plan together, trying to figure out how you're going to meet customers and brand followers and be valuable and use direct marketing, just building a plan. What are you going to do if social media doesn't exist anymore? I think you've got to do it. You've got to do it now. There are definitely ways if social media dies to meet people and to show people whatever you're doing is valuable. It's just going to be taking a little bit more time and effort in what you're creating online. The days of taking a picture of something and posting it on Instagram with a cute caption, it might be over. So... And video is very easy to create. Now with TikTok, everyone's kind of knowing how you can communicate something in 15 seconds and it still be funny and it still be, then it, it can still be something that brings something, whatever it is, to someone's life. 15 second video. Not that photography is dead in any way, shape or form. I'm just saying we're kind of like at the next level of communication when it comes to communicating with visuals. Video is going to win over still imagery at this moment. We'll see. Things could change, but I think that's happening. Anyway, I guess that's a show for today. Thanks for being here and listening on iTunes or Spotify or watching the podcast on YouTube. Whatever it is, wherever you're at, I really appreciate you coming today and I'll see you tomorrow. I still don't know how to end the show, but I almost do. So I'm just going to play the music. 